This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine. Only on the BetQL Network. Yeah, so you have that to deal with. And then, you know, his, his, his brother is, his half-brother is the uh, the reigning heavyweight champion of the world. So, all of that is uh, is a lot to bear for Tommy Fury, who really, you know, uh, outside of being in the, of course, uh, the the bungalow that is Love Island, has not been uh, on a stage like this. Jake is also, Jake Paul, that is, not our producer, Jake. Jake Paul, he's knocked out everybody that he's fought except for Anderson Silva, and he put him on his ass, too. If you want to take Jake Paul by knockout, you can get it at plus 220 right now, plus 280 right now, and if you want to get uh tommy fury by knockout you can actually get lower odds go figure it's plus 230 so jake paul by knockout plus 280 tommy fury by knockout plus 230 jake paul by decision plus 220 and then the long shot is tommy fury to win by decision at plus 450 it's kind of crazy to think that the if somebody's going to get knocked out the odds tell us it's more likely going to be jake paul yeah that is a little bit weird uh because you know you would think that that's typically uh his path to him but then i, I would imagine odds makers are probably thinking there's no shot that tommy fury is going to get the uh, a favorable nod on the cards but you know I, I think that probably is his best path like look if you are the more experienced boxer if you are the guy who uh who has that you know lineage you know go out and, and box jake paul's socks off i know that the uh, the thing is always like oh i want to knock him out i want to embarrass him but you know just going and beating jake paul at this point because if anything it already sets tommy fury up for a rematch uh if he's even just able to beat him at that point so you know i i, I it's an interesting matchup for sure uh because this is going to be a little bit of what jake paul is looking for some credit of being and beating a professional boxer but i do feel like even if he beats him we're going to go to yeah but you know tommy fury is not very good he's just very famous whoever wins this fight is going to be ranked what do you think it means from the side of both guys on the good side? Because if Tommy Fury wins, then I guess we can say, all right, maybe you're actually a real Fury. If Jake Paul wins, maybe he actually does get to fight Nate Diaz next, and that feels like a real payday. Uh, I think for Tommy it's a big deal because people will get a chance to see him in action, and I think that when when networks know who you are, they'll want to put you on. Think about a guy like Mickey Gall, you know. What does it really mean about him embarrassing CM Punk? Not really, but we always, we got introduced to Mickey Gall, and he had a he's had a pretty nice UFC career. Um, for Jake, I mean, if he beats Tommy Fury, I don't know. It, it's it depends probably how impressively he does it. Um, I, I do feel like he's this whole him being ranked thing is so silly. You know, like what are we doing? The WBC is such a shill of a of a sanctioning body. They make up belts for everything: money belt, festive belt. 
Jake Paul social media belt. Like they're embarrassing. I mean, that like objectively they have the coolest looking belt because it's green and gold. I mean, it looks really cool, but they are it just I, they 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 lack so much in the way of like actually having a, a stance in the sanctity of the sport. Like to to rank Jake Paul for beating Tommy Fury. What are we doing? The guy has the slam dunk champion on his resume. Yeah, but Nate was a two-time slam dunk champion, so, you know, I can kind of understand Fair point. Uh, Brendan Tobin, Sports Machine, Sean Levine, Jake Nowicker, talking a little fighting here on a Saturday night. The better fight is actually the one that's going to take place before that, I suppose, like if you want to talk about skill of boxers, Badu Jack. And Badu Jack comes in as an underdog. I feel like every time I bet on this guy, he makes me money. Plus 150 right now, taking on, how do I say this guy's name? Uh, Junior Makabu. That's a great Makabu. name, but Badu, but, but, but Badu Jack's a better name. Who you put your Badu Jack the Ripper. Like the, um, the Ripper. Yeah, I like. I'm a big Badu Jack fan. Like, I can't be biased with him. He's, uh, you know, of I. Uh, I really like Badu Jack's story. Um, the guy's been on really big stages. He's been really tough fights. Didn't look great his last time out, uh, and he is getting a little bit up there. So I think that's probably where the odds are at this point. But I also think Makabu is a, a little bit untested. He is uh, going up against a, a, a proven two-division champion who may be a little bit long in the tooth, but I think that it's good value for Jake uh, for, for Badu Jack going into this one just because of the stages, the guys he's been in there with, the wars that he's been in there with. Um, you know, it, I think it's going to be a good environment for him. So I think that uh, I would also lean dog on this one. Plus 150 for the underdog, Badu Jack. It's official between Ryan Garcia and Gervonta Tank Davis, set for April 22nd. Man, I keep going back and forth on this one. It feels like everybody keeps telling me that Tank's going to beat him down, and I don't see it that way. I'm not saying I think Ryan Garcia's going to win, but I, I think it goes the distance. It's a great fight, man. I, I, it's so great that we're getting two guys absolutely in their prime. Um, I would guess, I haven't seen the odds yet, but I would guess that uh, that, that Tank's going to open as, as a decent favorite in this one and i think that's probably right just because he's been in uh he's been on a little bit bigger stages he's taken a little bit better guys but not much better like not like not like he's been in there with like the elite of the elite so i think for both of them this is by far the biggest fights of their career i think for ryan the biggest thing for him is while he is a big social media star and has a lot of fans he hasn't had like the atmospheres uh and, and like the 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 pomp and circumstance that Javante fights every every fight Javante fights in is a sellout crowd a lot of celebrities there to see him um it's a it's a lot of responsibility to deal with and I, I think that that is gonna be the interesting thing is how does Jake uh how does Ryan respond to uh this this whole atmosphere thing but look he's got that dynamic speedy check hook everybody sees the uh the viral videos of him on the Cobra bag and what he's able to do uh and then Tank's got that that vicious uppercut that he's able to deal out on people but He's sneakily a much more skilled boxer than people give him credit for. It is a huge step up in competition for both guys. When's the last time that we saw two guys this young? I get it. We've known the name Ryan Garcia for a while. And Tank Davis, obviously, with the Floyd connections, he's been on our radar for a while, too. But actually fight in their prime. It feels like every time, in every weight class, we put it off. We put it off. We need more money. They've got other management. Whatever the problem is, it's crazy they actually got this one done. Yeah, I would say the most recent one I can think of, and I don't even, they're not even this young, but the most recent I can think of is probably 
the surprise of Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder first happening because all the talk back then was Wilder versus AJ, Wilder versus AJ. And then out of nowhere, Tyson Fury decides he's making this comeback and he's ready to fight Deontay Wilder. Uh, and I, and I thought that was a, it was a really, really big deal for them to, to put that forth. And it was like, uh, like for Javante, you know, Deontay fought in a lot of big crowds, but necessarily ha- didn't really have the big, big fight or the credible fight on his resume other than Luis Ortiz. So this is a huge one, a huge step up. So I, I think that's probably the most recent one to memory of like two guys who you think are best pound for pound or top guys in their division. And they're not full bleeping now. In fairness, Deontay did, and AJ did do that with themselves, but at least they had Deontay Wilder made good on and fought Tyson Fury. Yeah, that's the thing. Those guys were supposed to fight each other. That was the talk for years and years and years. And then it was like, all right, well, I guess Tyson Fury is actually on the A side of this whole thing. So, you know, we did get it, and we saw it. We got a chance to see it twice, and we'll get another Fury in the ring tomorrow taking on Jake Paul. That's his brother, Tommy Fury, the underdog, plus 145. Jake Paul, the favorite, the problem child, at minus 170. All right, let's get into the octagon where next week we've got the one we've been waiting for, bro. You and I have been hosting this show now for a while. We talk about John Jones. We figure out a reason to talk about John Jones every single week. And finally, fingers crossed, toes crossed, we're going to see him in the octagon next week versus Surreal Gone. Surreal Gone right now, plus 130. John Jones is a minus 160. Now that the fight's getting a little bit closer, I got to tell you, man. I've come completely around to your side. Like, I now understand why John's the favorite. I think John's going to win the fight. I think maybe John ragdolls him. I think maybe it's completely one-sided. And I think it's because I watch back our show on YouTube, and it's something that you were talking about. John hasn't been motivated. Like, the guys that John's fought for the last, well, he hasn't fought in three years. But before that, man, those guys, I don't want to say they were nobodies, but look at them. They're journeymen. They just happen to be the guy. Even, like, no disrespect to friend of the show, Anthony Smith. That shouldn't be a title fight. Get out of here. So now he's incentivized, man. He's now a heavyweight. He's got the world watching him again. He's got the contract. He's got, you know, Surreal gone in front of him. I think because he's now motivated again, he goes instantly back to the John Jones that we're used to. Maybe it takes a second. So I'm not going to bet him to win in round one or anything. But round two, round three, John Jones, big bets for me next week. Yeah, man. I mean, like, look, that's what I've, uh, that, that's, that's definitely the, uh, the mindset that I've had with him. Uh, you remember his first comeback, just how dominant he looked against, uh, Gus, you know, and you thought about how close those guys were the first time they fought around. He really wanted to, uh, to make a, uh, to, to make a, a huge statement with that. And, uh, he did. And I think that this time around, look, there are other factors that can make it more dangerous than the first time around age weight class uh how much is he really motivated these are all things we don't really know but i do feel like he gets the idea that with a bit of a you know the ufc in a bit of a spot where like they kind of need him you know like connor who knows you know what what's left for him francis and has gone it's kind of the first time where he could almost be like the face of the promotion and really be that guy and i think that that is a uh a, a a huge, huge motivating factor for him. Wow. wow. There goes, so there goes, there goes our main event uh, for tonight, that is, in the UFC Las Vegas. Mooney's versus Allen, as Jake said, is now the main event. We were supposed to be to see Ryan Spann versus Nikita Krylov. And the only reason I kind of laugh, it's not funny, because he's out with an illness. 
bro, did the illness just come up? Like, what's going on? I don't on? know. That's You're weird. Fighting. You were supposed to fight it most of the time. And this happens. Guys pull out for whatever reason the day of the fight. This is about as close to an actual fight, especially at the top of the card, as I've heard. So let's be honest. It wasn't an unbelievable card anyway, and it just lost the, uh, the marquee fight. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, it's a tough night. I mean, I think the thing I'm looking forward to most is seeing the return of Tatiana Suarez tonight, who is, uh, I mean, a heavy, heavy favorite against Montana De La Rosa. She hasn't fought in what we're talking now since 2019 with that brutal knee injury. But, I mean, look, man, you got Alexa Grasso fighting next week in the co-main event. She beat her. (laughs) So it's got to be such a strange thing to be seeing somebody who you handled uh, is going to be fighting for the championship. Uh, everybody thinks that that she is the the real deal, and 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 so it's a it's an important fight, definitely an important thing to check out tonight. But yeah, losing losing a, a top ten matchup at light heavyweight that sucks. That's a, a really weird odds tonight too on this one, with uh because everybody was re- the odds were telling you everybody was expecting a finish for tonight's fight, and uh, apparently illness wins by TKO. <laughs> I actually had that one, so I'm glad. Um, Valentina Shevchenko is the uh, the co-main next week takes on. Alexa Grasso, minus 654, Valentina, plus 425 for Grasso. Last time we saw Valentina, she looked, I guess, beatable. Some people actually think that she lost the fight. Do you think that she's slowing down, or do you think it's the same thing I was just talking about with John, where when she's motivated, she's still the best? I think that it's so hard. We've seen this past year. It's so hard to stay on top for so long, Sean. Uh, It's possible that she's beatable, and and Alexa's tough. So this, you know, yeah, she's looked untouchable, but maybe. I mean, crazier things have happened if we look at this past year. Coming up next, we bring on Kairos MMA to talk a little fighting. You're locked into the bet, QL Network. 